Good morning, and welcome to What's the Buzz New York with your host, me, Nancy Lombardo. Thank you for tuning in today. Very excited about today's guest. Very excited. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. We're going to play her music later on. Dynamite. She's a young musician, songwriter, singer, and performer. She's only in her early 20s. And believe it or not, she began her professional career performing at the age of 12. Uh, she's a Los Angeles transplant, raised in Boston, and is a graduate of Brown University, where she studied uh, psychology and holds a degree in sociology. Pretty amazing <laughs> for this young person. Uh, her fan base on Instagram is over $42,000 on uh, followers. I said dollars. Followers on TikTok, 58, uh, and 1.2 million likes. Uh, she's exploding all over the place. I'm going to open up her mic and bring her on right now. I love this young person's uh, music, but let's uh, talk more about it. Let's bring her on, and I'm going to open her mic right now if she's listening. Here we go. Are you there, Dynamite? Thank you so much. Yes, so nice to be on your show. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Um, You know, uh, I listen to your music, and I, uh, I just love it. I just absolutely love it. It gave oh, me thank chills. You. It gave me oh chills. Oh my goodness! I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> I was like, "How is this amazing voice coming out of that tiny little thing?" <laughs> She's like, uh, and I know, you. I know you kicked butt because you're a second degree uh, Taekwondo bla- uh, black belt. I'm a, <laughs> and I'm only a first degree black belt, so I know you. You must be Wait, pretty amazing. That's so cool, though. That's yeah, awesome. and but your voice is so amazing. And I know my, this might be too dated for you, but I know it's a lot like some people might say Amy Winehouse, but I thought it was a combination of, I don't know if you know who she is, but Edith Piaf and Amy Winehouse. Oh, no, I don't know, but I'll have to look it up. Well, she was known as the Little Sparrow, and she was a tiny thing with an amazing voice, an amazing oh, wow. voice known all over the world. And, and that's how I think about your music. It's just it's just amazing. Uh, I, I, oh my I'm still, I get chills. I get chills. So let's find out about you. Give me a little info on your background. Now I know you're a transplant. <laughs> so and uh, luckily yes, you did I'm not, not be from LA. <laughs> yeah, I know. But luckily there's no Boston accent, so you're okay. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's true. Uh, so what what made you start? Now I know you and your brother. It's Michael, correct? Yes, Michael. Okay. Now, how old were you when you two started just deciding, okay, we're going to do songs? Um, We were really little. Um, We started performing professionally and writing our own music when we were seven and eight years old. Oh, my gosh. Can you tell me the name of the first song you wrote? Tell me the name of the first song you wrote. Um, It was called I Can't Stop, and it was about all the things when you're little that – your parents just tell you to stop doing what you just can't stop doing, like biting your nails or humming when you're not supposed to be. Or I guess we were so little. Um, and then the next song we wrote was like a eco-friendly um, about saving the planet. And from there, like the song started to have more messages. And then it um, ended up being um, a huge anti-bullying song we released that um, was embedded in the public school system in the U.S. And we traveled to all different schools, and it was amazing to see that impact at such a young age to um, – and it just helped so many kids. Wait a minute. How old were you when you were touring? Um, touring um, with that song specifically, around 12. But we've been, like, touring and performing, like, 50 shows a year since we were 7 and 8. 
Oh, my goodness. That is just uh, – that must be some kind of record somewhere. I don't know, Guinness Book or something. <laughs> but uh, that is some kind of record. Oh, wow. And uh, so – and then you decided uh, to go solo. Uh, was that hard to do? Yeah, or? So, um, well, it was just kind of when – the hardest thing to do was – being siblings who are always under the same roof and going to different colleges, I think that was a huge transformation point for us. Um, and we just went to different schools in different states and definitely, like, branched out um, and found more of our individual selves because we were always, like, twins. Like, we just did everything together. And he, well, I think you're um, a year apart, went, right? A year, is that correct? Well, yeah, we're, apart? like, less than a year apart. Yeah, we're basically oh. – we have, like um, – Oh, I don't know, a couple of weeks that we're the same age. It's like I, there's some overlap. But, um, yeah, we're basically a year apart. And um, we he went to Berkeley College of Music. I went to Brown because um, I'm nerdy, and he's very, like, music prodigy since he was little, like has perfect pitch and synesthesia. Um, so he is super into music production and specifically pop production. Um, so he just really went further down that path. And then for me, I'm really into, like, the throwback retro vibe. Um, and then just writing my own songs in college, I went down more of that path. And then we kind of realized as we got older, just our tastes were so different, and we were creating different things. And we still work on our songs together, which is awesome. Like, he produced, um, like, a lot of my stuff, which is amazing. And especially my debut song, he produced the whole thing. Um, and he records my vocals. And um, we're just still always working on things together, but we want to make sure um, – yeah, that our individual passions um, get to be represented, too. Wow. How well-rounded are you two? Congrats to Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I said, that is so well-rounded that and so well-spoken. Um, uh, let me ask you this. Now, how many instruments do you play? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I don't know. I never really counted. So my main instrument, for sure, that I'm, like, very trained in is the drums. It's my favorite. I've been playing since I was eight, so for many, many years. Um, but then I self-taught um, piano, guitar, bass, and ukulele. I think that's, yeah, maybe more. I don't know. <laughs> I think what else. Um, and then he is so funny. He, You can find an instrument, whether he's seen it before or not, and hand it to him, and he can just play it. I don't understand how. Um, wow. Very, very yeah. gifted. So we have a lot of fun with that. That that is that is pretty amazing. I I love just the uh, amount of emotion and affection you have for each other and and respect I, at such a young age. That's so amazing. And the both of you in college. Oh my gosh, so well rounded. Uh, I have some more questions oh. for you too. Okay, now when you write, because I'm sure people would like to know this, what comes first, the lyrics or the music? <laughs> um, that's so interesting. So I feel like most people answer this thing, like, it depends on the situation. Um, for So my brother and I write songs extremely differently. He's more music-focused, and I'm more lyrics-focused. To me, like, when I like the song, I'm always focused on the lyrics, and I find, like, that's the way to spread a message, and that's really exciting to me. So I usually start with the lyrics, but I didn't realize until adulthood when really stopping to analyze what I do when I write songs um, that I while I'm writing lyrics and writing a melody along with it. And so I don't have perfect pitch, so there's no way for me to really figure out what it is, except slowly singing each note at the piano and then like trying to find which one it is and then writing the music to go with it afterwards. So I don't think most people do it that way, but I think because I'm a drummer, it's like 
I don't know. I mainly write more rhythmically, I'm pretty sure, and definitely more lyrically. Um, and then I do the music part after. Yeah, well, that would make sense. That would make sense, the rhythm and the poetry of uh, uh, drumming, uh, which is also yeah, fractal so. thinking because your hands are moving <laughs> at a different <laughs> yeah. pace than your brain. And uh, so it, that's really interesting when you do that. Um, let's give your um, – Let's do your social media right now. So we'll do it in the middle and the end too. Okay. So give me all your social media because you have a oh, ton sure. of followers. Um, <laughs> you're so nice. Um, so my Instagram and my TikTok are Call Me Dynamite, which is spelled a little differently. The I is a Y, so D Y N A M Y T E. Um, and then on YouTube, just YouTube.com/slash/dynamite. Um, I usually go by Call Me Dynamite on most social platforms, Twitter too, um, but I don't use that too much. Um, but, yeah, and then my website is just dynamite.com. And let's spell that for them. So they – B-Y-N-A-M-Y-T-E. Okay. Now, I know <laughs> you have a, 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 a cultural background, a cultural background, uh, I believe Greek, but I just want to know – because how much do you think that influenced you in your, in your music, you and your brother? Um, that's so interesting. I think the biggest thing about, like, my family in the background is how, first of all, big my family is. My dad is the oldest of seven, and my mom is the youngest of five. So just growing up with such a network of people, also very loud people. And I think my brother and I are also very loud and expressive and um, animated and that's just a part of how we grew up and it's always amazing to know you have like a whole army of people behind you um, which has always been so special um, especially my dad's family they all live like within 10 minutes of each other so we see each other all the time um, and it's just so amazing to have such a support network like that um, especially as a little kid and knowing like when we played shows they would go um, and I don't know it just it must be cool for them too because they've been watching us since we were seven eight and then eventually watch us you know opening on tours which has been um incredible so it's just having that support is so meaningful to us well i think you've certainly raised the bar for your cousins Um, so with Show Me You, I wrote it mainly about my own frustration with social media. Um, just seeing it, like, really damage people who are close to me um, and then just really getting lost in it and losing a sense of self. And just seeing that online, like, seeing, you know, really little, little girls feeling like they need to be wearing fake eyelashes and competing with, um, you know, 20-year-old women. It just doesn't – I can't imagine being a kid in this day and age. I, I, I mean, for my – generation i guess i'm like end of millennials or really early gen z um it was fashion magazines that everyone was looking at and comparing to but there wasn't this whole 
social media element where it's literally the platform you use to interact with your friends. So you can't really not have it because then you're missing and you're not a part of it, but that makes it inescapable. And I just think it's so important with everything going on, especially, I mean, there's the whistleblower thing happening and there's just so much, especially about the impact on teens and even kids. I mean, people who are below the age requirement for sure make these accounts and, the damage it can do to them if they don't have that analytical thinking where adults like will look at something and know like, okay, this probably is not real or this is the cover of Vogue. This definitely was airbrushed or work was done to it. And um, also knowing that like people only post their happy moments and that's not an accurate representation of life. Um, that just always bugs me. And I feel like it's so important to educate kids and teens, um, especially to protect them, but also adults, um, and I kind of felt alone in that. And it was so amazing when I released the song to see so many people felt the same way. Um, it was just, I don't know, amazing. And then with everything going on in the news about um, people stepping back and really analyzing the impact of social media, um, it just goes so nicely along with it. And I'm so happy to see that there is a lot of social change in that direction. Wow. You're like a spokesperson. <laughs> you're uh... It's, it's amazing. That is so, so refreshing to hear. And, and you're right because uh, sometimes I, I, I have a son too, and when I would see his Facebook page, I would say, what are they thinking posting these photos that stay up there forever? And, know. you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to haunt you that <laughs> stay up there forever, and, and this isn't good. And, you know, it's not a safe world out there, and it's so great and refreshing that – you're kind of like championing, championing this kind of thing, that you're out there, hey, listen, have some self-esteem, you know, know who you are. And, uh, but you do it through your work, which is even more impressive, how you're doing it through your work and just saying, you know, don't, don't just post okay. pictures, create, which is terrific. And Thank speaking you. of creating, I'm going to play your song now. So sip a cup of water. <laughs> Thank you. Here we go. Just one, two. I've got so much feeling bubbling inside And you seem surprised mm. I see your perfect smiles, perfect life But all you do is I Not the cover
so say like you're you and your brother are exceptional. I don't know who you reincarnated from, but you're exceptional, and you must have just the best family ever. Um, what advice would you give to someone young uh, trying to break in? Would you say don't focus on the visuals, focus on the art? What would you say? Yeah, and I think also if you make anything thinking about what other people will think of it, it's just not going to come out as authentic for me. And it's always the hardest thing, especially when you're, like, younger and more vulnerable, but just making something because you like it and you think it's great and putting it out there and not really knowing what other people are going to think rather than being like, oh, I need to create the perfect kit or a perfect thing that people will agree with and like. Um, it'll just get so much in the way. And I feel like making anything creative is about you and what you think and your perspective. Um, so just being confident in that and knowing you can't go wrong with anything. I think looking back as a kid, I was always so stressed about like messing up or doing something that wasn't perfect or um, I don't know, just somehow things not being as great as they could be um, if I didn't push myself further. But I think with art, there is no perfection in, in it. It's never going to be like, oh, this is completely done. Um, and it's important to just make it until it feels good to you um, and put it out there. And also know that um, online, I mean, there's, it's, you're opening yourself up to the whole world. Obviously with that, um, you know, for every 100 amazing comments, you're going to get one grumpy person who is <laughs> trying to write something to make themselves feel better and um, not letting that discourage you, especially when you're younger, just kind of being like, okay, like this person's probably just grumpy or failed the test today and they're taking it out on me. Um, but focusing more on the positive ones and something about like humans, just we always focus on the one negative thing people say to us. If we even get 10,000 amazing kind things people say, um, but really trying to just shift that thinking. It's easier said than done, but I think that's super important. I have to say, OMG, why do you not have your own show? <laughs> you oh have, goodness, a, I guess that sociology and psychology, I've never heard it expressed so well. You should be giving advice and, and you have just nailed it. You have nailed it. That was going to oh, be oh, my oh. next question. And oh, you my nailed goodness, it. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, wow, that is so uh, together. Um, I'm going to predict. This is my prediction because, first off, you present yourself so well. You're so well-spoken. You, you come from a, a good place. I can feel it. You're going to transition into film and television with <laughs> Really? I, oh, interesting. I have no doubt that you that will transition into it so easily just because you are so together for anyone your age oh that goodness. I've ever spoken to. It's just You are so uh, I'm just, kind. Thank you. No, I'm telling this is the truth and this is I, I see that in you. I mean the lyrics are great, the way you present yourself your whole positive message, which I actually, if I could show, I had it written down, was going to be, and I'll read you. This was any positive thoughts you'd like to put out there in these bad times. Oh. And you, you, you answered it before I asked it. So psychic oh as well. Goodness. And it's amazing. So let's, let's go ahead and let's give all your sites again. Name them all, okay? Sure. Um, okay, so my TikTok and my Instagram, the username is callmedynamite. Dynamite spelled D-Y-N-A-M-Y-T-E, and so just a Y instead of an I. And then my website is 
dynamite, D-Y-N-A-M-Y-T-E.com. And my YouTube is youtube.com slash dynamite. Wow. Uh, you're amazing. Uh, everyone, I just, oh, uh, you know, I, I can't even. I don't get this way <laughs> like I'm a fan already kind of thing. Uh, you're I just so want to say it's, <laughs> it's it's just amazing, you know, uh, Dynamite, you're ex- you're going to explode all over the place because, uh, you know, you uh, <laughs> I don't know if your next thing's going to be called nitroglycerin, but you're going to explode <laughs> all over the place. You, you're, you're definitely, like, to me, a combination of Edith Piaf meets Amy Winehouse. Your music just gives oh me chills. Thank and you people so should much. be on the positive lookout for you. Uh, everyone, please go follow her. Uh, and if tell your friends to follow her because she is, is is so amazing. Is there anything you want to add? Because I want to play. I want to go out on your song again. So is oh, there anything you so want to add? Um, just that I'm so grateful to be on the show and you made my week. You're so kind. Um, and I really uh, I believe you. in you. <laughs> this is great. Thank you so uh, much. And so that's dynamite, everybody. Okay, go to Dynamite. <laughs> i got to spell it, D-Y-N-A-M-Y-T-E.com, and YouTube Dynamite. Uh, follow her. Get your friends to follow her as well. Uh, pretty amazing. You are pretty amazing, and I do uh-huh. predict. I think you're going to transition. I, you're going to take off, man. <laughs> you're a rocket. Oh, so, thank and you. So thank really, you so I want to thank you for being a guest on today's show. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, please check out this new rising star. She's amazing. Uh, And look for her on my upcoming, uh, uh, the Nancy Lombardo show. Uh, I'll post it on Facebook so everyone will know, and I'll let you know when it's going to air. And uh, we're going to play out now. Dynamite, thank you for being a guest on What's the Buzz, New York. I highly approve you. Here we go with Dynamite again. Check one, two. Thank you. I've got so much feeling. And you seem surprised I see your perfect smile Perfect life But all you do is I Comparing love to pictures Of your reply to pictures Your full-time job of dress-up doll Baby, do and throw Walk the pages, not the cover
have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 